Before we start the show, I would like to tell everybody about a charity livestream event that I'm going to be a part of. It's in memory of Dad. Buried on Mars is putting this on, and it's going to be February 10th to 11th, and all the donations and proceeds go to a Heart Research Institute. This is going to be on twitch.tv slash buried on Mars. We're all going to have a few hour sections. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you guys can stop by, say hi, donate a little money for a really good cause, that'd be awesome. Now, let's get into the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, the most unexceptional gaming and geek culture podcast on the web. Each and every week, we talk about the news, the landscape of the geeky culture, whatever, (laughs) through my perspective, and I give my thoughts and opinions on the news and stuff like that, and I'll let you know how I'm doing this week. So that's where we always start with... A rambly intro and then I go into what's happening and uh, no Backstreet Boys today sorry Dean <laughs> uh, I am doing the show live again I'm trying this out I think that it is a fun format because then you get random chats and you could talk to people as I'm recording yeah so if you hear me to say something randomly to the chat I'm sorry if you don't like me doing a live format I can go back to recording by myself but I figured I'm here I got OBS set up the cam was already set up. Everything was ready to go. Why not? <laughs> um, so here we go. What I wanted to do is talk about... Uh, what was I going to talk about? Holy crap. Okay. Uh, what, I, what I've been playing this week... I haven't really play, been playing very many video games. Um, I'm kind of in a video game slump, I guess you would say. In the fact that... I just feel like I have not had time to actually sit down and play much. Uh, I played some more Resident Evil 7. I played like three to four more hours of that, and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I found a little bit of a dead end for myself. Like, I couldn't figure out where to go next, but that's kind of the point of the game. You kind of solve the next area. You have to kind of, like, search around and explore. And I know that if I get back into Resident Evil, I'll continue on but I've been loving the the tone and the atmosphere and it actually did get me on a couple of the jump scares and it's just creepy and fun to play so I'm looking forward to beating that I hopefully will get through it this week that's my goal we'll see how that goes other games came out uh Celeste came out today uh I'm downloading it right now and that game got like 10 out of 10s everywhere so far every single review I've seen has been very very highly talking about it uh, very highly talking about it. That's a weird sentence, but they have been holding it on high regards. So I'm looking forward to diving into that today on my Switch. Um, yeah, apparently it has a really good sto- story mode too. Um, like it's a Super Meat Boy style jumping and platforming game, and it actually has a deep and en- en- engrossing story. So that sounds really cool to me. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, that's like two of my favorite things, like a really good narrative and then really hard and challenging platforming. That just sounds like heaven for me when it comes to a game. So I'm looking forward to it and it has a beautiful art style and I've been listening to the music all week because I've actually been, this is like one of those random indie games that just comes out. I'm sure it's been talked about a lot. I did hear about it a while ago. Uh, I think it was on an indie direct, but I didn't really think much of it. And, um, 
it's just one of those games that's coming out and it's getting this, you know, praise that I'm just like, man, I love it when that happens because, you know, right now we're at the beginning of the year. So there's not very many things lined up for us to play that's new that's coming out. We're like, OK, there's a few games, there's a couple of AAA. There's like Monster Hunter World. We got Dragon, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, And then we got like Far Cry in March. I think that's like the big things that are coming out, like the major tent poles right now. Um, but yeah, I love it when there's an indie game that, uh, <laughs> uh, there's an indie game that just comes out of the, the woodwork like this. And, uh, I've been posting about it in the forum, which I got reminded of just now, but Hey, that's cool. I've been posting about it in the forum. If you guys want to talk about the game in the forum, because I will be posting there as I play this game, uh, it's cartridgeclub.org slash forum and, uh, look for the thread for Celeste. We'll talk there. I love I love the forums. I'm always over there now, it feels like, but it's a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'll be playing that this week. We'll let, I'll let you know my thoughts next week on that one. Um, what else have I been, been doing? Okay, so we found Super Mario Cereal at Walmart. Okay, so we were at Walmart just kind of like hanging out, like finding stuff. <laughs> He's like, I'm like, you're the best. <laughs> hey, man, I, I like plugging the forums. It's cool because... I, I'm always hanging out over there or, you know, in our Switch chats or our chats on Twitter and stuff. Neither here nor there. I was at Walmart. <laughs> I'll continue my story here. I was at Walmart with Sierra, uh, my girlfriend, if you don't know. And we were buying groceries, a couple of odds and ends. And I was like, man, why not? I'll go check the cereal aisle. And I found the Mario cereal. And I was like, sweet, you know. And, um... I only bought one box. I'm not going to eat it. I just wanted to have it. It's actually on my shelf back here behind me. You probably can kind of see it. It's really bright in here. But if you're watching the video version. But yeah, I put it with my Amiibo. So what happened is, okay, this is a, a story I want to tell because I got really frustrated this week or a couple days ago, I guess I should say. I came home and my Amiibo shelf is back there and my walls are pretty barren. It's one of those things like I've been wanting to decorate my apartment and then we never find the time. We're always just like, oh, let's go do something else. Let's go get out, whatever. And our apartment's kind of has bare walls. So, you know, I had this shelf I put up a little while ago and I've been filling it with Amiibo and random figures and stuff like that. So I put the, I'm like, I'm going to put this box behind all my Amiibo. So I reach over and put the Mario box behind the Amiibo. I'm like, all right, that looks good. And then the box falls over. And then all my amiibo fall behind my shelf. I'm like, excellent, amazing. <laughs> so I have my switch on the cabinet right here by, by this shelf. And it's just sitting there in the dock, of course. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just be very careful. We'll move this shelf over. And then as I'm moving the shelf over, I hear a sliding of plastic. And I'm like, oh shit. What is going on? I look over and the switch dock is hanging by its wires. And then my heart is pounding like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then I'm yelling across the room. Sierra's in the other room. I'm like, Sierra, no, the switch. Come, I can't get to it. And then I like dive in front of it and I grab it before the switch pops out of the dock. The dock was holding it in place. I was so scared. <laughs> this is a $300 piece of equipment just hanging by a thread and I'm sure it's a pretty durable system but yeah so I get the switch I put the switch back and then I put the 
get all the meatball out from behind the shelf and carefully put the shelf back and then I put my sh everything back on the shelf. So I'm like, all right, cool. That's done. I, I, I had a little heart attack, but hey, we're good. Come to find out, I popped the game, the system off to try out. And every time I'm in here and I do this, I always bang my desk and move my camera, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, come to find out, I took it off the dock and I put the end is nigh in there because I've been wanting to try that game. And it's another one of those platformy, puzzly games. It's by the guy that made Super Meat Boy. So I'm like, yeah, I got to try this. So I pop it in and... There you go. I messed my camera up and messing with it over and over again. I'll just ignore it. <laughs> uh, I pop it in and I turn it on. And then I notice there are scratches on my Switch. There are scratches on my Switch. <sighs> so, Super Mario's cereal scratched my Switch. Yep. $2.35, whatever it was, box of cereal scratched my Switch amazing <laughs> uh so it's not on the actual screen and the thing is is i never put a screen protector on it not because i didn't have the screen protector but because i just never put it on i literally have a screen protector in the box and it's only scratched on the bezels which if you don't know what that is that's the borders around the actual uh, screen of the switch and they're little tiny hairline fractures uh, fractures scratches little tiny hairline scratches so it's not the end of the world but I was pretty pissed <laughs> uh, and of course I'm gonna put that screen protector on now for sure <laughs> uh, what's up Derek <laughs> so that's the extent of the stories I have for what's been going on this week it's been pretty uneventful besides just working my fucking <laughs> effing ass off <laughs> I don't know why I'm censoring myself. I never do. Anyway, just wor working my ass off and kind of hanging out with with my girl and just watching shows and just chilling a lot because it's been one of those weeks where I didn't really want to focus on anything too long. And uh, it is what it is. Sometimes I just not feel playing very many video games and it doesn't really happen. Um, as soon as I'm off of here, I'm jumping on some stuff. But yeah. <laughs> So, um, that's it for my, my week. Been kind of a chill week, you know. The thing about doing a weekly show is there's not always something insane going on. But, hey, I got a story out of it that I could tell y'all. <laughs> and uh, that's it for this week when it comes to what I've been doing. So, as always, we jump into the next part of the show, which is the News of Interest, which probably sucks without the music on the live stream anyway <laughs> um there's some pretty cool stuff going on this week we're going to start off with a couple of the smaller news stories well don't play when i click on you news story uh we got john cena is in talks to star in the duke nukem movie yep so i don't know <laughs> uh duke nukem and it's being it's by Platinum Dunes, the company that runs, that is run by Michael Bay. And so Michael Bay produced Duke Nukem. <laughs> uh, I lost my train of thought. I keep doing that today. Uh, it's probably the beer I've been drinking. Okay, guys, 
I've been day drinking. I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself today. This my this is my first pint though, so don't worry. <laughs> uh, anyway, what was I gonna say? Duke Nukem movie John Cena. I don't really think he is a good match for this role. Uh, I feel like his style of acting is just too corny. He's like he d he's kind of like me, just super corny all the time. Hi guys, what's going on? I'm John Cena. Doesn't that sound like me? Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> bad jokes all around. Um, I think that John Cena isn't very suitable for that movie. Um, he's just campy, corny. I guess that actually might be... I don't know. I just don't feel like he would do a very good job. Uh, I was thinking that if anybody would do a really good Duke Nukem, right? Just hear me out. Um, and they kind of mentioned this a little bit on Giant Bombcast. So I'm a little bit stealing from them, but I was just like, man, that's such a good idea. Um, Bruce Campbell as Duke Nukem. Come on, guys. Bruce Campbell as Duke Nukem. That would be the most perfect pick. I don't even care if he doesn't really look too much like him. They could probably spike his hair like and dye it a little bit blonde and, you know, frosted tips or something. And he could just be that you know, corny, but awesome action star and just actually just like go deep into it, like go into it hard and make it like fun and silly and action packed at the same time. And it would be Bruce Campbell. I would be in for that movie. So I don't know if this movie is actually going to happen. This is just a rumor, the uh, John Cena version, but we'll see. He kind of does look the part. Uh, maybe him. Uh, I saw something on Twitter. It was like, well, Maybe him not playing Duke Nukem, but maybe B.J. Blazkowicz. And I was like, hmm, I don't know how good of an actor he is. So we'll see. Small little news story. And then we got uh, Anthem. Anthem. You know Anthem. is from Bioware. It got delayed until 2019, which uh, there's this very, very good uh, article on Kotaku by Jason Schreier. And he makes really good articles usually. And it's talking about... Um, some of this stuff that Bioware is making a, a Dragon Age game and they're double down, doubling down on Anthem. And uh, with Anthem, they uh, never really thought that the 2018 release date would be something they could accomplish. She actually has some like quotes in here from people, you know, anonymous quotes. Um, let's see. It's clear that both Bioware Studios, Edmonton and Austin, are singularly focused on Anthem and will be until the game comes out. Even Narc Mark Dora, Dora, I don't know how to say that name, executive producer and shepherd at the Dragon Age franchise has, franchise has recently moved to Anthem. In June, shortly after Anthem's review, Dar reveal, Dara tweeted that he was not working on the game, but now he is. This morning, minutes after we heard back from an EA spokesperson telling, saying the publisher was declining to comment on this article, Dara tweeted that he is working on both at Anthem and Dragon Age. So it looks like the studio is split. And I also heard that uh, Dragon Age is seeking out some content for, like, to make it a live game. So after you beat the game. Uh, the story in the game, they will be putting out more content patch, uh, content patches and content stuff to keep the game going with the storyline. So that's cool. And having a game delay is never a bad thing, and especially when they're all hands on deck. And it looks like they're going to try to to get 
first quarter next year so this might be like a march 2019 game so about a year and a couple months from now we'll be playing in this game probably because uh, ea really wants that thing to be out in fiscal 2018 which ends on march 2019 i know that's confusing but that's how it goes so that's that so I never thought the game was going to come out this year, so having more clarification and we can have it off our radar, not even think about it this year, and then be in for it next year because it looks really good. Destiny third, Destiny style third person shooter with, uh, you know, really beautiful graphics, Bioware story, and could be a good time. I'm going to try it out for sure when it comes out. So the biggest news story of the week is the Xbox Game Pass now gets new Microsoft games on day one, starting with Sea of Thieves. So if you don't know what Xbox Game Pass is, it's a $10 a month subscription service and you get access to a library of Xbox games. Uh, right now they have Halo 5, they have Fable, Fable 3, ReCore, uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection, Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite, Saints Row 4, they have a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff from last generation and some actual original Xbox games are in there too. But it's a $10 service a month and you'll be getting every single new game that is a Microsoft published game. And Phil, Sp Phil Spencer confirmed this on Twitter too that these games will always be in that library once they get put in there. So Sea of Thieves, what's coming out? It'll be in that game library. You can pay 10 bucks a month play it with your friends and if you want to like cancel it in two months bam just cancel your thing you played the game you're good and then it's going to happen with every single one of these that come out when they have a new halo it's going to be a part of it a new gears of war it's going to be part of it um this is an insane move this is like almost feels desperate to you know to an extent <clears throat> excuse me it's pretty desperate to an extent like hey, we need to get as many people on our platform as possible. And I know this seems kind of crazy, really, but a lot of people are still going to buy the games physically, and they're still going to buy them digitally. A lot of people don't want the other games. So people are still going to buy the games. But the thing about that, that Game Pass, it keeps them in the Xbox ecosystem. When they go into the Game Pass to download that game, they're going to see other things there that they could possibly purchase. They're going to be on their system a lot more because they have this service that has all these games. And I think this is a really smart move for Xbox. And for a fiscally, like, you know, I guess a frugal person, I'm not always that way. Sometimes I blow money stupidly, but usually I like to be frugal and I like to pinch pennies and I like to save money. Uh, for somebody like me, who's like, okay, I'm probably going to buy this game, Sea of Thieves, but only if other people are going to play it. If other people are going to play it, I'll buy it and we'll play it together. And that's probably about the extent of my playtime with that. Even if it's just for two months, I bought that game full price. This way I can say, oh, we're going to play Sea of Thieves this month or and everybody drops off after a month. I only pay $10. So for me personally, that's awesome. I'm pretty stoked about that. So, <coughs> excuse me. But yeah, it's it's one of the those things that people have talked about for years that, hey, do you think this would ever happen? Do you think a Netflix for games would ever happen? And I think this is the first step in that direction. I think that in a couple years, give it two to three years, that every single company will have a version of this. Like Uplay will have a Ubisoft 
subscription service. EA already does this on Xbox. So that would be pretty interesting. Um, you, I was going to say Ubisoft has it. PlayStation might eventually do it. They have PS Now, which they might flip and change to not be just streaming. If they did that, if they flipped a switch that said, hey, this streaming stuff is all here, but half of the you know 500 of these games you can just download and play people would i know i would subscribe to it and at least try it out um but yeah ps now supposedly doesn't work that good i have not tested it myself i can't tell you how it works myself but the way that works is is they bought this service i think it was in 2010 or 11 it's called gaikai streaming right and what it is is a super fast low latency streaming service and they host a server and then they stream it out to stuff super fast. So they bought this service. It's a cloud, cloud-based cloud computing service. They bought it. They converted that into PS Now. And what PS Now is, is you can play any game that's on this library and it instantly downloads and streams at high speeds to your console. The thing about this is that streaming depends on connection. So Say you're playing, okay, let's just say Street Fighter 4 PS3 Edition, because you can play backwards compatible games on there too, which is a plus. Say you're playing Street Fighter 4, um, whatever, on PS3 Edition, and you're playing it on PS Now on your PlayStation 4. I feel like I'm saying PlayStation a lot, but it is what it is. <laughs> uh, you're doing your button combination. You're trying to throw a fireball. You hit your combo, and then like, it's maybe not super laggy, but you can feel it. You can feel that little tiny bit of lag like it's there. You're probably not going to win that match. And that's a competitive game. So that service probably would be fine with like a walking simulator or, you know, a first person shooter where it's just you, a solo game possibly would probably like work out pretty good if you can get used to latency. But the thing about the Xbox Game Pass is there's no latency. You're just downloading the game. You have access to the game. And then when you don't pay for it, they just cut you off from access to it. So... That's pretty cool. I think that it's one of those technologies or technologies. That's one of those services. That's what I meant to say that is just pointing towards the future. And I think that it's going to be a commonplace thing. And I do think eventually that physical games will be a more boutique item. Like they'll still be around. They're always going to be around, but most people will go digital because it's going to be so easy to do. It already is pretty easy to do. They're just going to make it easier. Hopefully, if uh, net neutrality still exists and all that, and internet actually bumps up its speed a little bit, I feel like everybody would be like, okay, I'm in for this. And I'm actually to the point where I, d I do prefer physical games because I love collecting and I, I love having a shelf full of you know nice games. I do buy limited run. If they're going to have a limited run version, I will purchase a limited run version uh, like what game did I purchase recently? It was a uh, bit trip runner, uh, the bit trip saga collection. I bought that. That's coming soon. Um, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, I really love bit trip games and you know, I want to support the de developers and I would love to have that physical version with the nice artwork artwork on it and everything. Why not? But honestly, I did steam for years and years and it was fine. I never had a problem with it. I know a lot of people say it's not a permanent solution and I get that. That a lot of games get taken down or whatever, but once you buy those games, a lot of times, even if they take them off the service, I don't think there's... A, the only game I could think of that they took completely down where you couldn't download it 
anymore was PT, but that was a demo. But every game, even like Scott Pilgrim and all those, if it's in your library, you can still download it from the servers and play it if you own the license, which is what you're doing when you buy a digital game. So I don't get as scared about losing my library digitally, but I can see where people get uh, a little bit you know, scared, or I guess that's the only word I can think of. <laughs> uh, that I can see where people get a little frightened by that, whatever. Man, I'm... Hi, guys. <laughs> I am thinking slowly today, but yeah, I could... I like my digital library. I love my Steam library. It's really, really awesome to look back. I have like 335 games. I know that there are people I know that have thousands of games and they have access to all of them and we haven't lost access to our games and it's I've had Steam for 10 years I was just talking about this earlier and every game I've purchased on Steam I have no problem with but who knows in 15 years if that's gonna be the case we'll see but I don't mind having my games digital and this turn it into a digital first physical conversation I don't know why but that's just where it went but I do think the game pass service is a really good deal and I feel like if they added Minecraft or PUBG on there that it would just explode they if they have one big title like that that Microsoft would be making bank on that and it doesn't really cost them much more to have you subscribe to that thing they're like okay here you have access now and they don't have to print a disc or anything so I don't know I think it's a cool program and I hope that they continue with it and they expand upon it and they make that game library so robust it's almost one of those things you're like well I kinda can't go without it because it's so appealing you know and we'll see we'll see how E3 goes and I'll see we'll see what happens in the future when it comes to that and I think that's all the news this week isn't it doesn't that doesn't seem like a very long news section but yeah pretty good news week and uh I was just still thinking about Nintendo Labo all week, though. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna dive into. I'm gonna stumble some more. I'm gonna slur my words some more <laughs> into the topic of the week, and this one's gonna be a weird one. Um, kind of weird, but this will be the clickbaity headline. I'm sure you've already clicked it, or you're on the stream, of course. Are video games a waste of time? That's what I wanted to talk about this week. And, of course, I don't really think they're a waste of time. Okay? I'll just start with the preface there, like, before I go into this conversation, that I don't think they're a waste of time. But I wanted to have this conversation because I had... When I was on vacation, I had this conversation, okay? So we're going to a, meet a dinner with my family and my probably shouldn't have said who, who it was but it's fine he was he was a nice guy he's a great guy um, I was sitting next to him and he's like hey uh, I heard that you didn't make it in college and I was like okay where is this going <laughs> he's like you know I know you like video games you know I think they're a waste of time and I know that's the reason you failed college is you just played video games all the time and I was like what <laughs> I was like uh, no, sir, that's definitely not what happened. Uh, if anything, video games helped me out, get through some hard times when it came to college. And he's like, 
Oh, I guess I can see where you're coming from, but I prefer stuff that's more educational. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I understand. And then the conversation went on from there. But that little beginning, like, introduction of his talking, like, stuck in my mind a lot. It's like, is video games really a waste of time? No. And it's a good example. When I was in college, right, I was doing okay in classes. I, I did not have a good experience in college in general. But I did okay in classes and I made decent grades, all that. Uh, but at the time, when I had just got out of high school, my depression and anxiety was at an all-time high. So I was just extremely afraid to talk to anybody. I didn't want to talk to anybody. Don't talk to me. Don't hang out with me. I did not want to be that social person. I did not want to go out in public. I did not want to make friends. I didn't want anybody to judge me. So all I did was I sat at my computer, played Minecraft, watched movies. This is my free time, of course. Went to the mess hall, or mess hall, I guess, cafeteria, whatever you want to call it. I would get my meal in a to-go to go thing, eat it at my desk, watch YouTube videos, play video games, and just kind of tune out the world because I was feeling crippled with all the work that was behind me uh, when it came to like school. And I was crippled by the thought that I probably won't be able to go back because of the financial situation I was in. So <clears throat> I did a whole semester like that. And then the second semester that I was in school. So this at this time, I was actually playing a lot of Minecraft. And that's when I got into that game. And that's about the time it came out around 09 or so. And uh, I made a lot of friends online at the time. And that's when I started doing YouTube at the time. And... All this stuff helped me heal and overcome with the stress that I was under. And so when he said that to me, that I just played video games and I wasted a bunch of time, it kind of frustrated me a little bit. And it was on my mind a lot because it was such the opposite. It was the polar opposite of that. Video games were not a waste of time for me at the time, especially because it helped me get through this hard time in my life. And... Yeah, um, I'm losing my train of thought again. This is a, a trend this episode. Um, so what ended up happening is the second semester, the first semester I made decent grades. I didn't like ace everything. I did okay. Second semester I went back and I did horrible. I couldn't focus. I didn't do my homework on time. I didn't do anything I was supposed to do. I completely flunked out. And or was going to flunk out. And my mom had come to town. She moved near me where the school was. So I just said, screw it, I'm leaving. Because I won't be able to afford this next semester. So I just left college. And I never went back. So I know that's a pretty depressing story. But the positive part, spin on that was that I started doing YouTube. And I started getting into these games where I could escape from this horrible like stress this horrible anxiety that I was was feeling at the time and it's gotten a lot better of course throughout the years and I don't I'm not like that now I can go up to people and talk to people I'm fine but especially after high school I felt like I didn't know what to do like I didn't know how to talk to people because I had always had the same friends and they all moved away like like that they're all just gone so I was just like what do I do like <laughs> I had my girlfriend, but she was long distance. We would talk all the time, but what did I do? What do I do? Who do I talk to? So video games helped me make more friends. And then it helped me be more social. It helped me 
come out of my box. So that's just one example of how video games are not a waste of time. And I feel like they're some of the most compelling experiences you can have, period. Uh, Brothers, good example, man. That affected me. I've been thinking about that game every single day. It's just really the story stuck with me so much. And uh, other games that I could think of that are like this are like Gone Home, which I like the story. I didn't like it as much as everybody else did but the story did stick with me and i did appreciate that story um what remains of edith finch for one and even these shooter games okay say like call of duty right you know it's a dumb bro shooter right but not really it's a good stress reliever too you go home chill you're playing a game you're really good at you know you kind of kick some ass you're like really good at this game and if it's cathartic right you feel like some of this pressure is lifted off your chest as you play this game and same thing happened for me with mario this year or last year now but i played mario and all my stress just went away every time i was playing mario happiest guy in the world Uh, doing this podcast which is related to video games every time i'm doing it and i get done with it and it's a nice little 30 to 45 minutes of my week stress is gone so video games have helped me in my life and they are not a waste of time. They're probably the highest art form, in my opinion. I love movies. I love music. But there's nothing else in the universe that gives you this much agency over who you can be or what you can do. Especially when it comes to these open world games. You can do anything. It's your choice. And when it comes to a movie, I really appreciate a good movie. Like, uh, the name is escaping me now. What was that? Shape of Water. Shape of Water probably my favorite movie last year i love that movie i've since watched it again such a good movie beautiful shots stunning music stunning uh cinematography in general great acting captivating performances perfect storyline wasn't bored for a single second i felt every single character same thing with like coco stuff like that i love movies like that and that's a high art form too books are a high art art form too they transport you you can use your imagination that's a pretty amazing one too but saying video games are anything less than any of those is is kind of ignorant you don't really understand in my opinion what video games can do and um it's just an incredible medium so that's why i'm always all about the games i'm all always all about trying new stuff because i want to see what these creators come up with next that I can experience that I can have some agency over. So video games are not a waste of time. They're amazing. (laughs) Okay. I was kind of ranty there at the end. So that was the topic of the week. We're going to go into the community section next. Hopefully you guys appreciated that little topic. Uh, we have a couple comments on the forums. That's at cartridgeclub.com slash forum. You click on the little frantic thoughts. The newest episode will be there. We can always talk over there. We have the first comment from Round2Gaming, moderator over there on the forums. He says, a few notes. He had, he appreciated the recap from the CC Awards 2017. And, dude, I've been thinking about that. I really had a good time. I hope you guys want me to come on more podcasts and stuff because that's always a good time talking to you all 
Uh, he liked the recap of Nintendo Labo, and he says that he's going to steal my Sonic 2 ringtone. Which, go ahead. That's one of my favorite ringtones. Uh, one of my other ringtones that I used to use for text message alerts was that Metal Gear Solid sound. <laughs> that bing! You know what I'm talking about. Whenever uh, you sneak up on somebody and they see you. I used to use that for my text message sound until it got extremely old because I'm always texting people. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, his YouTube stuff was pretty interesting. He says, as for the YouTube stuff, I've never monetized the video but can see where there could be frustration. I feel bad for the smaller channels and will continue to watch and support them. On the flip side, this outrage we're seeing that Google owes us anything doesn't hold much water with me. For over a decade, YouTube has been providing us with literally endless entertainment for free. So to complain that they're an evil, money-hungry corporation is ridiculous. They've essentially created a complimentary platform for anyone who, to attempt to make a profit. And they, if I'm stumbling, if they have to rein in the guidelines a bit to support themselves, then they have every right to. Maybe an unpopular opinion, but an opinion nonetheless. And I thought that was a perfectly explained point. And I agree with you 100%. Like, that's, uh, I was listening to Retro Fandango, which if you guys haven't listened to the latest Retro Fandangos, their newest format and the la- the, the stories Kevin's been telling on that show lately, I've just been emotionally captivating. Like, I've just been, like, on the edge of my seat and especially on the one where he talks about uh, a situation where he sees a wreck and he helps, you know, uh, just go listen to Retro Fandango last couple weeks, two, three weeks. Um, I've been really appreciating that podcast and the Cartridge Club podcast in general. This I know I'm getting off topic, but the Cartridge Club podcast, I've been list- going through my backlog this week. I listen to Media Mavens. I listen to Masters of Unlocking. I listen to Retro Fandango. I listen to Polykill. I listen to Weekly. I listen to Bonus Barrel. There's a lot of them and every and it's like a one day I'm like, man, I'm just going to get through all this backlog. Oh, and STC pod, of course. I listened to like, I was behind STC by three weeks and I just listened to them all straight. And it was just a good afternoon. I was just cracking up. Those guys are great. You know, podcast, Cartridge Club podcast of the year, of course. <laughs> so I, I just wanted to say, excuse me, something in my throat here. I just wanted to say that those podcasts were awesome. And uh, I appreciate all those people for doing all that work and giving me entertainment while I'm at work because I had a rough week at work I didn't want to talk about it but I had a horrible week at the beginning especially because oh my god there was ice right okay so most people that are in the cartridge club are from Canada or live in a snowy state in America or have seen snow Texas had a half an inch of snow and sleet and the roads were icy for one day one day and everything just started shutting down everybody freaked out everybody came and bought everything off the shelves like it was the hurricane season again it was ridiculous i was so ashamed to live here i'm like come on guys come on it's not that bad i literally drove on ice that morning and it was fine that the evening time i was driving it was fine it wasn't even that icy <sighs> anyway back to the comment uh I don't know how I got on all that other stuff, but the comment that he left about YouTube, I thought was, oh yeah, Retro Fandango, because Kevin mentioned on the latest episode that YouTube should be free as well. 
And then that was a great point because I do notice a lot of people change the way they behave when it comes to making YouTube video because they're just trying to make that viral sensation, that viral hit. And that's frustrating to me because then it kind of just like ruins the platform a little bit. And I'm not going to, I don't know, I was watching uh, Smash JT and he's been doing these uh, streams where he's trying to help small YouTubers. And I agree with a lot what he says, but the thing that he did say that was kind of like I didn't agree with, I know I don't know if you'll listen to this, but if you are, this is just my opinion. <clears throat> I didn't agree with the thing when he said that you just make content that you don't like that other people might like to watch. I get what you're saying, but what's the point in making a video on YouTube if you're not having a good time? Like, <clears throat> I know the creative process is fun, but if you're making a video you don't really like, People are going to notice that no matter what. Um, if you're not having a good time, the people watching are probably not going to have a good time. So I don't really understand his point there. If if you do end up listening to this, okay, appreciate it, man. But that was a really awkward thing, and I could not agree with that. Because he said that like multiple times. He's like, no, no, don't pick something that you're comfortable making and that you like to make. Make the video that people might want to watch. And I'm like, okay, why not make something that I like to make? And then make it a video people would want to watch. And I actually like making it at the same time. Why can't we have both? I don't know. It was a little weird. Besides that, I don't really give a shit about the YouTube stuff anymore. Like, I'm never probably going to monetize my YouTube videos. Ever. Uh, and I made... I mean, It's not about the money, man. It's about community and it's about making fun stuff. And giving people stuff to listen to and get through shitty times. That's why I'm here. And it helps me too. So that's why I'm here. I'm not here to make money. Um, what else? He, he answered the community question. Round 2 Gaming. He said that he would probably try to speedrun Donkey Kong Country 2 or Shovel Knight. Because they're his probably his favorite two, two favorite platformers. <laughs> uh, and I agree. Those are amazing games. I think that Donkey Kong Country 2 is the strongest Donkey Kong Country game. For sure. Um, I, see, I still think Super Mario World and Yoshi's Island are better. But hey, that's my opinion. <laughs> uh, Shovel Knight definitely is up there as more one of the more modern games. that That's a platformer that I appreciate the most. Uh, I've played the original Shovel Knight like five times. Because I love it so much. And then I've been wanting to go back and play oh, it's a Spectre of Torment again. Because I enjoyed it so much during my live stream. And I kind of know the levels now. I feel like I can get through it faster. It'll be fun to play. Uh, and then I had another one, another comment from a Latino lawyer, and he was replying to Round 2 Gaming. This is all in the forum, so I'm just reading directly off the forums, but we're continuing the conversation. That's the point here. And uh, what a Latino lawyer says, he says, Dean, probably the most controversial thing you've ever said, my friend. I think it's an eminently re reasonable position, too. I agree. While I can understand some frustration that smaller content providers are getting squeezed out from monetization and larger channels don't seem to be punished strongly enough, I think this policy is designed more at preventing a thousand, the thousands of copycat that would hope to follow suit from other stupid people's stu from other stupid people's stupid idea. Typod challenge. Thankfully, that was my little ad lib. Typod challenge. <laughs> Thankfully. I really only used YouTube for free to watch children's friendly programming in my kit with my kids and cartridge club feeds and a few other smaller gaming feeds. 
and my YouTube habits are kind of weird. I'm just going to talk off of that. Uh, we watch the Philip DeFranco show. I, Sierra watches it. I watch it with her. And we watch Good Mythical Morning, which is a giant channel. We watch whatever they're doing. We don't always watch everything they do, but it's fun. I watch Metal Jesus Rocks. I watch all the Cartridge Club stuff. And then the main gaming stuff that gaming channel that I watch personally, and I have been subscribed to them for years, is Giant Bomb. And I pay the yearly fee they have to get on all their premium stuff, uh, ad free podcasts, and all that. Not a plug for them. I just really like their stuff. And I always wait till their stuff's on sale for $30 a year, and then I buy it. And. I watch enough of that stuff to justify that purchase. That's just me. That's that, that's what I do when it comes to that stuff. And um, I do agree with all these comments about the YouTube stuff. It's been a little bit over overreacting a little bit, and I even overreacted. I can admit that. Um, so yeah, it looks like uh, everybody's kind of gone from the stream, but that's okay. I'm going to continue recording. <laughs> Uh, I I need to announce these ahead of time. That's the problem. Last two times I tried to do this live, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to do it now. Come on over. Yeah, and it doesn't really work out. But people will catch up. And um, I think that's about it for this week. Um, I wasn't going to have a community question this week. I want you guys to ask me questions next week. We're going to do a little mini Q&A at the end of the show for the community question. Hi, Dean. You're still here. Okay. Sorry. It said zero on my little uh, watch thing, so I didn't know if you were still here or not. I apologize. <laughs> uh, so next week, we're going to do a little mini Q&A. So leave me a question. Hashtag frantic thoughts. Oh, he's on a web call. Okay. Uh, leave me a question. Hashtag frantic thoughts on Twitter, and I will answer them next week. I'll, be po- I'll blast this on social media before I record next week. I don't know if, what my schedule looks like for work next week, so I don't know if I'm going to do this live every week. We'll see how it goes, and if it is going to be live, I will let you guys know a couple days ahead of time this time, and I'll, you know, remind people, make sure people know that's happening because I just kind of randomly do it, and that's probably not the most positive way to do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, leave me a question, anything, gaming, life-related, whatever. Um, and we'll talk about it on the Cartridge Club forums. I'm going to plug that again. CartridgeClub.com slash .org. I did that before. CartridgeClub.org slash forums. Forum. Okay. What is it? I don't want to mess this up. CartridgeClub.org slash forum. I said it right earlier. Click on the frantic thoughts. Click on episode 34. And it should be episode 34. Whatever I titled this thing. <laughs> and we'll talk about it there. And, uh, like I said, Twitter, YouTube, whatever. Just leave me a question. We'll answer all of them next week. And um, maybe I'll have a guest on. We'll try to see if we can get a guest. I've been wanting to do guests. So, if not, it'll just be me answering them. But maybe we'll get a guest. We'll see. As always, thank you so much for watching. And, uh, yeah, it's probably not my strongest episode ever. I think it was pretty fun to, to do. But uh, I had a problem. I had a problem changing. Cha- See, I'm doing it now. I had a problem continuing my thoughts, and I don't know what the issue was this week. But I'm trying my best. We're trying to do something different. Um, I do have some content planned. Uh, I haven't really done much work to it. I do have some videos I want to make, and just 
check the channel out. Bit.ly slash frantic. What is it? Frantic sub. Bit.ly slash frantic sub. I'm really bad at plugging stuff. Check that out, and we'll, well there'll be something there. There always is. Um, if you didn't notice, I did two things on Cartridge Club. I did mention this last week. I guess I didn't f- talk about it too much. Uh, I made a little mini edit from the 50-hour live stream. I tried to include a clip from every single person um, that was there. I think I managed to do that. And I feel like it flowed pretty good. I had this project going for like three weeks on my computer. I was kind of slowly finding clips. And event- one day I just sat down. And I was like, dude, I'm just going to knock this out. And I knocked it out. And it was I think it came out good. People, it's been receiving a pretty positive reaction. So, if we ever do more events like this, maybe for uh, Buried on Mars event, if he wants me, I'll try to do that again for that one or whatever. I like doing stuff like that. It's fun. Um, so I did that. That's on the YouTube. So it's called Cartridge Club 50 Hour Live Stream Highlights. So that's there. And then I wrote a blog post. It's not very long. It's probably like five medium-sized paragraphs, something like that super short and to the point but it's about minecraft and why i like it so much it's called minecraft blocky bliss should be on the community section on cartridgeclub.org so if you want to take a look at that and read that appreciate it let me know if i should do more blogs because i'm going to do more blogs but let me know if you guys want to see more blogs (laughs) uh from me and what kind of subjects you want to want to hear about because i like to i like doing it i like writing and i don't really do it as much and it was kind of a nice experience to sit down and just type something out that's been in my head and then just say okay submit it was nice <laughs> so I'll be doing that again for sure but yeah check those check those things out and I'm done with plugs I'll stop plugging stuff you guys have an amazing week and next week we'll answer some questions and talk again and have a good time thank you for watching thank you for listening and 